Well, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> listeners, the day has finally come. We we really did, and we're sorry. Cause it'll all all will be explained. All, all will be explained. explained. Today. It'll all make sense today. Cause you know TV shows do that. It's like they do. they'll have like oh wow you're into it. It wraps up at the end of the episode, but obviously the story continues. But every now and then you have a you have to hit them with a good cliffhanger. Yeah. To really make them want more and come back. But it wasn't on purpose, guys. <laughs> very natural no, cliffhanger. It was very, a very natural, very natural cliffhanger. Very forced. Very cliffhanger in my life, actually. Actually. <laughs> honestly and truly. Very much so. Very much unknown. What's happening next season? How are we starting <laughs> off? Which characters are getting killed off? Like, and who's have, coming back? We have the... <laughs> and we have the answers. And we have and the we answers. Um, should we just get into it? Should we, listeners? What should we do? I guess to to start off, you know, because you can't just jump into the main main. Yeah, I deal. guess. I'm I'm conflicted, guys. Should we start off with an appetizer, then give you guys the main dish, or should we just? What's the What would the appetizer be? Our weeks. What have we been up to? Okay. I could tell them about <laughs> the fucking my last seven days. Oh, then let's go with the car. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's not funny guys it's not it's like literally not funny but it's not Chris, cute it's not cute um take it away chris take it away well i guess we just want to start off with the work yeah, up to the okay, team we can do that you know i'm sorry guys i'm just so like say so you had a lot a lot was given to me today to be processed you know? regarding the situation so currently working through it guys Stacey's like processing. a little shock Shooky the cookie is understatement of the century. But we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But yeah, tell tell the tell the viewers about your week. So last week on Saturday, I think. So this comes out on Tuesday, about two weeks ago. I was leaving work, and I was at a stop sign, right, turning left. And listen, y'all, I've been in two accidents in my day. Chris, don't prior. be knowing how to drive. This was not his fault. This was not I my say fault. That. I do want to say that. Like, I, again, it's like a joke, like, ha, Chris can't drive, but like, <laughs> I don't drive, <laughs> I, I do not drive reckless. I don't speed. One thing about me, I Oh, yeah, no, speed. he's not going to speed. Even if we're late, I'm like, Even, can you step on it? No. And like, you won't. I won't. I do not speed. Like, it's just more of like... My car is older, so I feel like it's just not the smoothest ride or the easiest ride. Like, you feel the road it's bumpy. more. So it's like, I guess that's a little, like... And I have a small car, so a lot of times people in the backseat, and they're like, oh my gosh, what the fuck is going on? Okay, because like, Chris be flying over speed bumps. I, that's... And then if you're in the backseat, you will hit your head. Period. You will hit your head. You sure on. will. Because <laughs> he's a two-door. You like... It's small back there. <laughs> I feel so bad on this year. Ow! Like, you know... Not bad enough to not do it anymore, though. (laughs) I'm working on it. I'm working on it. (laughs) I mean, I haven't been in that backseat in a while because I immediately call shoddy. Like, I'm not doing that. You know? But for those who aren't as fortunate, (laughs) you know, and have to ride in the backseat, they live to tell the tale, but unfortunately... Heads get get a little lumpy. Not always the most fond memories. (laughs) So, yeah, I was at the stop, stop sign, and I was turning left. But there was these two cars parked on the curb, completely, like, caging in my view. Like, I couldn't see oncoming traffic because there it was, like, an intersection, right? Like, a small stop sign intersection. Like, not a busy road by any means. But it's these two cars parked on the corner and obstructing oncoming view. So when I pull my car out to see if it's safe to go, don't you worry. A car 
was in fact right, right in front of right me. There. It was not safe to go. Mm-hmm. I'm again a big thing I pride myself on. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? My first two car accidents, I was changing the song <laughs> to John Mayer waiting for the world to change. I was in fact <laughs> looking down. Um and then the second one, I was texting. I have to say, damn. I was. I got a text and I was looking at my phone like, "What's that notification?" <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you know that was my bad. This one was not my bad. Right. I couldn't see, and as soon as I had any type of vision, me and the car T-boned, but it wasn't like a heavy impact. It was like you know, I dented their car. They took what, off my what, phone bumper. What type of car did you dent, Chris? Guess, y'all. <laughs> if if you get in an accident, I want you guys to take. <laughs> Five seconds to be like, okay, what's the last car I want to hit? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. ding. <laughs> it was a Tesla, bitch. <laughs> it was a Tesla. I heard, I heard, oh my gosh. I saw, okay, great car, blah, blah, blah. I saw that little logo. I said, so we got jokes today. Mm-hmm. My world would have flashed before my eyes. Wow. When I tell you, I was like, wow. So I took a second. I said, so this is what we're doing. So this is what we're doing. Okay. I went, I parked my car. Okay. My bumper's not on there anymore. I Good. do not have a headlight anymore. Good. Q, Q, Q. So this was, <laughs> this was not a fender bender. This is not a dent. This is, I can't drive my car for a good week and a half. Right. Um, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, very much undeserved. Very much. <laughs> very much was supposed to leave work an hour before. Out, literally was leaving work late as mm-hmm. hell. Like, I, cause, and working a double at that. I was working 11 to 2 and then coming back at 5 to close. So, but I was leaving at like 3.15-ish. And I was, you know, going out in the parking lot, leaving the parking lot. Again, eyes on the road, looking straight ahead, like ready to go. Peeked my car out to see if it was safe to go. Bam, Tesla. So again, people are like, oh my God. Like, I don't want to say outdoor mall, but very, like, strip of road, a lot of restaurants, bars. Bitches be out in this area, basically. Exactly, exactly. So I was like, oh, fuck. So a lot of people saw or heard the commotion. They didn't see the accident because it's, like, a random thing to be looking at the street. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But, like, especially in the parking lot. But, um, like, I was leaving the parking lot going onto the road, and that's when it happened. And then... Basically, the the guy was nice. His wife was frantic. She was, like, freaking out. Like, she was very shaken up. Again, not invalidating. I get it. It's very, like, you're caught off guard. It was, like, an older yeah. Caucasian couple. Like, she was caught off guard. The guy was, like, cool, calm, and collected. He's like, no, I get it. Like, yeah. whatever. And, again, even the witness was, like, the witness came up to me, like, oh, what happened? The people were very nice. They could see from where my car was. And I took pictures Right when it happened, from exactly where I was, where I was standing, I could not see oncoming traffic at all. I could not see. So these two cars, when I tell you, bumper to bumper, parked on the curb of the road, of, like, blocking the traffic. Like, it's a small-ass road at that, like, little, like, barely two-lane road, and you have cars on the side of the road. Like, are you supposed to get out of your car and look and run back to your car like a game of chicken? Like, what are you supposed to do? Exactly. So... So with that being said, like the police came and the fire department came and I I was talking to the guy who, who was driving the car, but I felt like it was inappropriate to talk to his wife who was obviously frazzled. Her daughter was their their daughter was at a restaurant right by it and she like kind of saw it happen and she's like, No 
and like came running up to the car. Girl, y'all got a Tesla. A Tesla. You could fix that shit. Like you can afford to fix that shit. Literally. Like relax. And he's like, relax. Everyone's okay. Everyone's okay. Like, why are you still being frantic? Like, I get being shaken up, but I like, get... as soon as you get the fuck out of the car and you're like, oh, I'm good. Like, you Literally. know, like, what is the big deal? Literally. After that? And the woman, <sighs> like, she was on the passenger side and she was so like, and like I get, if I was coming at this woman, like, on some crazy shit, I was at a stop sign and I moved maybe three feet forward. Yeah. Like, I'm not going zero to 60 in three feet, sis. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, had to go at first she wasn't going to the ambulance but when i walked to the car to see if everyone was okay after a little while and taking the pictures and everything um i feel like with that people perceived of me asking are you okay as okay i'm in the wrong and i'm saying i'm sorry which it wasn't that it's like we can fix cars i'm grateful yeah I'm alive. exactly i'm grateful and no one else alive. is hurt yeah i just don't want anyone to be hurt you know what i'm saying right so again like it was just Annoying. It was a whole shabacle. The officer came, not wearing a mask. Not wearing a mask. Of course not. You know, um, typical like young white guy. Like very, he looked like very worst type of cop. The worst type of cop. Fresh out of the academy. Fresh out of the academy. Fresh out of the academy for sure. And he was giving, and uh, he was getting our stories, listening to the witness. The witness saying, "Yeah, this man literally couldn't see. Like obviously the car's blocked. Like." The, you don't even need a witness to see that. Like, get in your car and, like, look. Like, or stand at the stop stand sign there, and yeah. see. And basically, he was like, oh, there's nothing I can do. Because the cars that were parked Useless. were, like... Typical. It was a BMW. So I feel like he's, like, he sees this little college kid. It's not like I have a not good car, but it was just, like... It's not a Tesla, bitch. It's not a Tesla. It's, it's not, not a BMW. BMW. Like, yeah. it's not, like... So I feel like he was, like, okay, why would I get these rich people mad at me who are going to cause a fuss when I could just give yeah, this little kid a ticket? It off on him. You know? So it was, like... He said, oh, yeah, if these cars were illegally parked, I could give them a ticket, but they're not. So it, the blame's on you for failure Girl, to Girl, that's yield. on the city. That's on the city. Girl, that is on the city. Literally. If this is legal to where I can't see when I'm pulling out and I get hit by a car or I hit a car, I don't understand how that would be on you. And that's what I told him. Like, after he got our stories, after the cars were being towed away, like, this, that, and the third, like... I and he was giving me was the ticket. Was he a ticket. dick about it? Like, did he talk to you like a dick too? He wasn't a dick, but he was just like, "There's nothing I what can do." Very, literally, very detached. Very, I don't care. Very, there's nothing yeah. I can do. I have to give one of you a ticket, right. which he doesn't. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Still did though. Don't you worry. How much was the ticket? Uh, one sixty something. Not on top of you having to pay for a whole goddamn car and possibly a Tesla. Like, and thankfully with the insurance, the insurance, my insurance covers the damages for the Tesla. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. Did it go up? I don't know, honestly. For the time being, I had to pay for my car to get fixed out of pocket, which definitely was not a cue. A lot more zeros than I was expecting to see. Mm. Yeah, I'm just going to fight it. Because, again, like, he gave me the ticket, and I was explaining, like, I don't see how I'm getting the ticket when clearly my my views obscured, and or not views... Obstructed. Uh, my views obstructed by these two vehicles that aren't supposed to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when I did deem it safe, I did stop at the stop sign legally. I did what I was supposed to when I felt it was safe to proceed. I could have waited there for 30 seconds or for five minutes. And still, when I thought it was, it wouldn't have changed. If I felt it was safe to proceed and it wasn't because of these vehicles blocking and obstructing 
the view of oncoming traffic like this is the hazard not me if it's legal for them to be here that's on the city or it's on these cars who are illegally so either way it's not on me because mm-hmm. i couldn't fucking see so again the officer just wasn't hearing it gave me the ticket i said you know what it's okay i'm talking to a brick wall i'll just take this to court and before i even took it to court or because again i haven't i don't have the court date yet but i'm gonna i still have to set the court date but um yeah i'm just going to let them know because i also again have pictures videos from the scenes of the incident and everything and you can clearly see not only is are like we said the cars obstructing the traffic but and he said they weren't breaking any laws but i literally had to I went on the website of the city. I looked up their code code ordinances of like laws of the city and parking rules and violations. And I found specific laws that clearly show and back up the fact that these cars are illegally parked. And I'm just bringing that to court in the sense of this officer told me he couldn't give me a ticket because they weren't illegally parked. I have evidence and rule and ordinances stating that these cars are illegally parked. So pay for my damages, pay for X, Y, Z, for my distress. I'm saying pay for the distress. For the distress. For the emotional distress. For the emotional distress. And I'm not trying to, like, milk this, that. I don't want the Tesla guy to get in trouble. Like, I know. Why would he? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I was never trying to pin it on him. It wasn't like, oh, no one was asking if he was speeding, if, like, this, yeah, that, yeah, or the yeah. third. Like, if it, he was being careful. If he was being careful. It was just automatically put on me, you know? And, again, it felt very, not to, like make it about that but it's like hard not to little this little gay black boy and then it's like the tesla old white man the cop friday white guy the witness older white man mm-hmm. like they were all like talking to each other and like even the tow truck guy that came was just talking to it's like all these older white men and i'm kind of like i feel very like uncomfortable out of place it's just uncomfortable out of place and not heard and not like yeah. respect not in the sense of because again the tesla owner he was a really nice guy mm-hmm. like it was a, a, a lovely couple you know two parents for yeah. four girls like we were talking we were getting to have an actual conversation he was a good guy you know and but again doesn't and change things you know he was woke you know i know he didn't vote for trump we talked about it <laughs> had to make sure had to make sure yeah had to had to see what we were working with um <laughs> You know, um, but again, it was still just very like, I felt like I wasn't being taken seriously. And that's what I, that's what I mean. It's not like these guys were intentionally, the cop, he should have done his job better. Cause I, I, it took me a few hours to find these rules and see that right. this, they're clearly illegal. That's what he goes to the academy for. Exactly. Like you're, not you. this is your thing. You come to yeah. the scene of car accidents. You should know these rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. It's It shouldn't be on me to have to tell you that they are illegally parked. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that that was just it. So I just had to take that to court. That was stressful. But after that, I do have to say, I want to, like, wrap this up. I know y'all want to get to the tea. After that, my friends Bree and Robert came and picked me up. They followed me home. Because my car was, like, drivable, but not, like, drivable. You know what I'm saying? Because it was, like, really fucked. But I was able to make it home. Dropped it off to the shop. But... After that, my I didn't have to go to work. My manager was like, no, I understand. Like, you know, like the manager from last week, I'm like, oh, she's such a fucking bitch. Like, you know, she doesn't have really good people skills. She's very like, <laughs> there's a whole work drama of basically like the old owner came back. And like, that's the story for another time. And I'll get into that. But it's like, 
the old owner is coming or the old manager wants to come back and take her job because she kind of was holding his position while he was gone. But like they're more inclined to giving it back, even though she's a better manager because she's a good manager in the sense of like running the restaurant. But in the sense of how she treats people, that's where running the restaurant well that's where she doesn't because the people don't like her. Hella people are quitting. She talks to people any kind of way, X, Y, Z. So she just has to work on her people skills. And he has really good people skills. He just doesn't run the restaurant necessarily that well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like Sounds pick your like poison. They need both. But yeah, no, so you don't have to go into work. So I did, she was like, yeah, you know, I understand, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it was a day. So Brie and Robert took me to Ale House. And, you know, we ate and got drinks and... My mans or whatever came and Ooh. met us there. He's y'all. Are we reveal? Are we doing a man's reveal? Oh episode? God! Can we say his name? <laughs> so my man Jonathan or whatever. Jaunty boy. Jaunty boy. <laughs> Literally, all my friends love the fuck out of him. Angel. He's so sweet. True angel. So sweet. Um. Literally, he's y'all. That's a whole other episode of me talking about how amazing this kid is. Yeah, no. Could literally go on for, like, a whole episode about it, yeah. Period. He's just a good dude, and he was literally willing to, like, drop everything. Like, leave work, was at work, and he was going to drop everything and come just be there with me, you know? I was like, no. And he works far as shit at that, like. And I was like, no, it's okay. Which, guys... I just want to point out the upgrade. Say it. The upgrade Say from it. Last Man's. Ooh. Chris was actually on the phone with X Man's yes. when he got into a car accident. Literally. Because he, he was texting me because he didn't feel like talking. Right. Being petty. As he was. As he, as he really was. You know. And then Chris got into the car accident, and X-Mans didn't even stay on the phone with him. Because he's like, I have other... Like, he wanted to go to something else. Yeah, this other, like a function. This other, like, function. He's like, but this is good for my mental health, and I want to do it. And, like... Like, girl... I'm like, I got an accident. I just wanted you to, like, be here with me. And he was literally, like, gaslighting the fuck out of me for... He's like, you want too much from me. I was like, I want you to stay on the phone. Like, boy... No. Whatever. Oh, but the upgrade. The upgrade. The upgrade, to say the least. Yeah, like, we went to dinner, and he met us at Ale House, and we just ate and had the best time. And then I got in his car, and we were, like, gonna go back to my place... And in the car, he had, like, this beautiful bouquet of sunflowers and purple flowers, which is my favorite color. And I love, love, love sunflowers. That's literally my favorite flower. And he had this card that said, if life tries to knock you down, it's only fair if you kick his butt when you get back up. And he's like, you know, I'm always here for you, Chris. The thought, the effort. the He's just so cute. He's so cute. I He's so him. cute. He always, even if it's like the worst day, he'll make it into like the best night, you know? Like, He's just the best. It makes the good days even better, you know? Like, he's the best. He's awesome. So, <laughs> is that too corny? I'll delete it! Like, sorry if you guys were throwing up at home. <laughs> but it's the truth! It's the Deal truth. with it! Deal with I'm it! sorry! <laughs> but I'm just not, I'm like, not used to nice boys. Like, I'm getting no, used to real. it. No, No, and Chris deserves, so. Thank you. But yeah, so that was just my week. And then it was stressful trying to get all the insurance shit figured out. But at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? This, because my last episode, our last episode, obviously, we're like, make it happen, make it happen, make it happen. Yeah. You know? And at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? This, it happened. I just 
gotta do what I can to make it work out. So gonna get through it. It's all gonna work out. Exactly. And he's here to tell the tale. I'm getting my money back, and if not more money than I even started with. Mm-hmm. And I get to work from home now as a designer. Yeah, booked and busy. Booked Y'all and busy. Y'all heard it here, booked and busy. So it was like I manifested it. Yep. I knew I should have quit that restaurant before, but yeah. I had been saying it, but this was kind of like, get out of there. Yeah, So for sure. Definitely a sign. But other than that, it's been a good week. Just hanging out with friends. Sadie had a housewarming party the other day. A housewarming getty. Housewarming Not getty. Not a party, guys. Have, Not a party. Have to, cannot stress that enough. Period. Just the friends. Just, just the, the friend group. The usuals. <laughs> yeah, no, it was really fun. I've just been, yeah, my whole week has just been me trying to get settled into my new home mm-hmm. it's not a house it's a home <laughs> it, it really is a home it really is it really is like we decorate everything so cute like me and kelsey cannot shut the fuck up about how cute our apartment is like we wake up every day like <sighs> like stretching in front of the <laughs> in front of the window like so cute light coming in can't believe this is our place chirping. like it's so cute it's, it was just perfect it was just perfect timing perfect place perfect roommates like cute ass area really cute, cute ass, ass area. area and they have a little kitty so now i get to live with an animal again like you live with a lot of animals jalen got all the reptiles oh he do oh, i held his lizard the other day oh, couldn't be me it was cute, though. I was really scared at first, because he'd be jumping. Mm-mm. He'd be jumping. But, you yeah, know, we had a little housewarming get-together. Um, my girl Joy came through, which yes. she'll, she'll be on. She'll be oh, on. But please, she met all please. of our friends. But, you yeah, know, she seemed like she was having a good time. Oh, yeah, Everyone she was having a good-ass time. It was just a good time all around. It was such a good time. And literally, every all the people you, like, love and fuck with yeah. in one roof, having a good time. No, for real. Like, oh, I was, I was like, drunk as shit. I know it's a, a, f- a drunk-ass night when me and Brianna end up... <laughs> The no, it's just me, Brianna, and Taylor. This is the strag, like the stragglers. Everyone is gone. That's like so we funny. are still up. We are. It's like because we started the function at like sit. No, sorry, we started the function at four. Yeah, because bitches, if you tell our friend group to come at ten, midnight is the start time. Midnight, and is at that point, no one's getting home until six, seven, eight in the morning. Yeah, which we're not. We're not trying to be on that shit anymore. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so, too old. I'm old. It, literally, I've grown. That I've was grown during quarantine. I couldn't. It's yeah, like, no. Now it's like shit's kind of getting back on track, you, and I need to not have my sleep. Twenty twenty one hit, and it's like yeah. So, anyways, we texted the group chat that it was going to start at four. Right? Don't you worry. Bitches did not show up until six. Period. Um, Christian and Aaron did. Mm-hmm. They came at like four thirty. Sabrina came at like five. Aww. Yeah, so a couple of them came, but everyone else came at like six, six thirty. But yeah, no, it ended at like, I mean, Brianna and Taylor left at like two in the morning. Mm. Me and Brianna are drunk as shit, just singing the weekend. That's so funny. Taylor too, but we were feeling on a different level, just on the floor, like, like Jalen literally described it as like a seance. A like seance. He like walked through and he was like, oh my God, like we're just drunk as fuck. It, the, the lights are off. The lights are off. I mean, like we're just in the living room. With the weekend, we're just in the like, living room. Gotta oh set, the, set the tone. <laughs> And then um, they ended up going home, and then Jalen came in to me being asleep on the couch with the weekend still blasting on the speaker. That's so how... funny. And then he made me go to my room, turn the speaker off. But I'm done. <laughs> not not <laughs> directed a Directed me to my room. Um, but that's how my... That was a great ass night. It was, it was so fun. I was so drunk. It was so fun. We it had such so cute fun. pictures, too, from it. Did we? Mm-hmm. 
Girl, crispy playing the fuck out of me with oh, these filters. Bitch. I look discolored. Discolored. Christian Chris in the group chat talking about, oh, can I post this picture? One person out of the ten in the picture, yes, posted. 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 As he should. Christian. As he should. It was Christian. a disservice to the feet if he didn't. Girl, I have to say. I literally look sick. Bitch. I look sick. I literally had a boy comment, like, he on the group photo. He's like, oh my gosh, is your friend single? I'm like, not this picture of ten people. It's like, narrow it down for me. <laughs> and then he's like... This one at I'm blah blah blah. I just forgot to respond, but I knew it like when you wouldn't like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Be like, but Sage is not looking for that right now. I'm not. You know what I'm, I'm saying? vibing. Um, but no, bitch. Anyways, though. But to, to say to say Sadie still reels real, them in. No, as she always does. As she always does. But yeah. Um, it was a very very fun night. I had a good week. I've just been getting settled and decorating, mm. and it's just an. And I went to the gym for the first time in years really today not yeah. years bitch years we went to the ucf gym girl years damn we have not gone to the ucf gym that's since true. i lived at ucf t t and that's three four years ago me kelsey and raylan got a membership to new gym i feel very productive feeling very inspired so yeah no i've had a very good week i've had a very very good week it's okay. so so good to you know when shit is so good that you feel like because shit was so bad for me before when shit is so good that you kind of get nervous, you're like, what's going to happen? What's like, What's not going to, like, this can't all be happening. Like, yeah. this, all these good things. I cannot be feeling this, like, um, relieved and so comfortable mm. and just, like, happy. Like, I'm just like, what's what's happening? What's around the corner? But I've been, like, trying to not think like that because the key to happiness, guys, hate to, hate to sound corny, live in the moment. Exactly. That really, like, I'm not on some corny shit. Like, that really is it. Because you could be worrying about, like, oh, like, maybe something could go wrong. Or, oh, like, this is this is fleeting. It could be fleeting. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but you just have to live in the moment. And that's what I've been doing. It's hard to live in the moment. Like, again, like, when I was at Air House and things had just happened, you know, I was very, like, eh, I don't know. It's, like, hard to being ahead. You feel very spacey. Like, you have a lot going on behind the scenes that's, like, to yeah. that could stress you out. But at the end of the day, it's, like... Okay, what's above me is above me. What I can fix, I can fix. But I still can't, like, go crazy trying to, like, fix problem solve, problem solve, problem solve. You got to sit back, take a second to breathe, hang out with the people that make you happy, do the things that make you happy, and, like, keep yeah. it pushing, you know? Yeah. So I guess it's tea time. It's tea time. It's tea time. I think we've made them wait long enough. I think I we've think made we, them. I, they probably fast-forwarded through this whole thing. For real. Honestly. Listen, guys. The This... I have to say this... This blend of tea. I can't even say what flavor I call it. I can't even... Is it bitter? Spicy. Is it... Is it a... Is it... Type of tea that could leave a bad taste in your mouth. Could. It could. Very much could. Bitch, this is your story. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if you want to add anything else. Because I'll take the fucking floor, bitch. Take the floor. Okay, guys. So, y'all know. I mean, I opened it's up not about savory. it. I do have to say the tea is not savory. <laughs> I'm like, not, this shit is disgusting. It does not go down easy. This shit. <laughs> Hard to get down. Very much so. Um, I opened up about my roommate situation last episode. Just a little bit, though. Just really just scratched the surface. Mm-hmm. Really just scratched the surface on it. Um... Because, you know, I wasn't sure if I wanted to blast my roommates like that. Because they were very, very good friends before. Right. Very close. Right. But shit changed. So I said, fuck it. And here we are. The reason why we couldn't post the episode... Will be explained. Will be explained. Starting now. Okay, okay. So, 
you know, I found a place to live with Jalen and Kelsey. I, but I found the girl that was going to sublease my room two weeks prior. So I sent her to, I said, Hey, this is her. Here's her number. Here's her Facebook page. Like check her, her out. Names. We're going to call one roommate, Sam. And the other one... Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Okay. So, Mackenzie is the one that had the beef with me trying to have a boy over. Mm-hmm. She left the house, though. Um, After a while, because Mackenzie, Mackenzie and Sadie were having a back, like quite a bit of back and forth about a lot of things pertaining to COVID. Right. You know, so and she, weren't seeing eye to eye, so... She dipped. She did. She definitely dipped back to her parents' house. Um, but Sam is still in the house with me. So I send Sam, this girl that was going to sublease my room, mm. sent her Facebook page, her number, like, you know, obviously, cause I knew she'd want to talk to her, which obviously that a potential future roommate. So she said she was cool. She said, everything looks fine. Like, cause the way I advertised my room was, Hey, like you need to be very COVID safe as in like not going to bars, clubs, inside restaurants like that. Like, and this girl was actually trying to get out of a situation like that with her current roommates. She said they partied too much and they made her uncomfortable. So what a perfect fit. Truly, truly could not have been a better fit and very nice girl. Very sweet girl. Cause I met her when she toured the house. So Sam said she was okay with this girl moving in, which I was like, okay, cool. Because although I didn't have an apartment picked out at the time, this girl was going to be the roommate when I found one or if I found one. So either Mm -hmm. way, if anybody moved in, it was going to be this girl. Mm -hmm. And Sam was made aware of that. And I'm not talking to Mackenzie at this point because Mackenzie won't speak to to me. And Sam told me that Mackenzie was not going to speak to me in a, in a, similar situation a couple <clears throat> days prior mm-hmm. so mckenzie or sam had to be the middleman right for sadie mckenzie mm-hmm. because again mckenzie just didn't made it clear she didn't per- want to hear from yeah sadie. pertaining to like house things like not on some like stupid shit like the, trust me i don't even want to talk to mckenzie like there's not on some like she's trying to make us be friends again or anything like that like literally just like house shit mm-hmm. shit that we need to talk about mckenzie apparently was not going to talk to me which is whatever i was kind of like put your big girl panties on, but if you're scared, you're scared, I guess. Like, I don't know. So I was just, like, talking to Sam about it. Mm. And I, you know, so a week goes by. I find a place with Jalen and Kelsey. And I texted Sam, and I was like, hey, can you ask Mackenzie if she's okay with this girl moving in? So Sadie could sign the place she found with Jalen and Kelsey. Because at that point beforehand, it was like, again, a lot was unclear. Are Jalen and Kelsey and Sadie going to be able to move in together? Are they going to find a place in time? X, Y, Z, is the time frame going to work? Mm-hmm. Every th- is Sadie going to find someone to even take her room for her to be willing or for her to be able to move out? Right. And all these things were falling into place and working out perfectly. So. So, a week before we're supposed to sign a lease, you know, because I have to sign, it's called an addendum when you add a roommate to a lease. So, like, the day that we were all supposed to sign this addendum to move this new roommate in and meet kind of off of it because the in the thing it says i'm not allowed back in the house i'm still on the lease but i'm just not i don't live there so a week before i had made sure you know that Mackenzie was cool with it by asking sam and sam said she was cool with it they were both cool with it it was all good fast forward i ask sam to let Mackenzie know to please come back to orlando to mm. sign this lease because she's at her parents house about an hour and change away and she says that she can't come until the next weekend, which didn't really work for me because I was supposed to be signing my new lease on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So obviously I'm not trying to be on two leases at one time. Exactly. And 
she said she was too busy, which I offered to drive it to her. I said, it's all good. Me and Kelsey are more than willing to drive to you so you can sign it. No, I don't have time. This is a very busy work week for me. This girl works a nine to six internship with an hour lunch break in between. And then not anything after that. Really, because, like, it's COVID times. She's not doing shit. And I know she's not doing shit. So it's like, even if you are, like, this is kind of important. This is a living exactly. situation. Because don't you want Don't you want to come back to the house that you're paying $500 for a month? Or do you just want to keep living with your parents and, like, paying rent for a place that you don't live in? You know what I mean? So mm. I would think it was, like, top priority for her, but apparently not. So telling me <clears> that she didn't even have time for me to drive it to her, they really wanted it to happen, which was confusing to me as to why she wouldn't even let me drive to her. Because that's petty at that point. Mm. You're saying you don't have time to drive to me? Cool. No problem. I will happily drive to you. Didn't have time for that either. To sign a paper. To sign a piece of paper. It would take one second, guys. Either way, she was not going to let me drive it to her, which I was kind of like, okay. Confused about Very it. confused. Very, <laughs> like, upset because I'm like, it's not sitting well with me that you're... Like, what are you, what is your motive behind this? He's like, Sadie's trying to make it happen. Trying to get... Right. It, what I thought everyone thing. wanted. When you want to get it done, you want to get it done. You don't want to drag it out. it's very time sensitive. And... You, y'all, know how le- <clears throat> y'all know how signing to a new place works. This place exactly. isn't going to be, be available forever. Like, exactly. I need to get this done. Exactly. So, okay. So that was on Sunday that mm. I texted her that I could come the next day when we were all supposed to sign it. And the next day, my landlord forwards me a text from Mackenzie saying, I don't know what your correspondence with Sadie has been, but me and Sam absolutely do not and have not approved of this new person moving in our house. We need a full background check and a credit uh, credit check before anything can be moved forward. Y'all, on the day we're supposed to sign this lease. And the day before, this bitch was ready to sign it. This bitch was like, oh yeah, see if we can do an e-sign, like an e-sign, because I don't want to come. Like, she was ready to sign it, but then as soon as I was like, oh no, I'll drive to you, she didn't like that, and she got petty. So now the day that we're supposed to sign the lease... She, first of all, lies and says that her and Sam don't approve it. And also that she needs a full background and a credit check when you've known for over a week that she was going to be moving in. You've known about her for over a week and I have the receipts to prove that. So it's like, you want to wait to the last second to say this, the day we're supposed to sign the lease, you're plotting on me. You're clearly plotting on me. And I thought Sam was too, because why would you, why would she speak on her after Sam let me know that both of them approved of it? Mm-hmm. So very confused, very upset, very angry. Go up to Sam's room. I'm like, hey, can we talk? I'm very confused. I go in. I'm like, did you see what Mackenzie said to our landlord? Sam goes, yeah, I told her she could send that. I said, because now my landlord's texting me talking about, oh, I don't have time for this. Is this even legitimate? And also emails my current apartment leasing agent that my shit's not worked out with my roommate, so I might not even be able to move. They were ready to cancel our application because of the shit that they pulled. Because Mackenzie could have just been like, hey, yeah, like, this roommate seems cool or whatever, but, like, we would just be more comfortable with a background check. Which, I'm not saying that's not a reasonable thing to ask for, but the day we're supposed to sign the lease when you've known for a week, and also, you didn't have to lie and say that you didn't approve of her. Exactly. Because I literally have a message from Sam saying they both approved of her. So I said it to Sam. I was like, why would you let her lie on me? That doesn't make any sense. Sam was saying, oh, that wasn't the point of the message. Um, We just want a background check. Like, that's a good point. I said, first of all, that doesn't excuse the lying. And second of all, why would she wait until the day of to say this? And then Sam wanted to kind of spin it on me and be like, oh, well, you could have reached out to yourself. I said, Sam, you told me that she wasn't going to talk to me. 
Oh, this is about house stuff. She would have talked to you, even though the thing that I tried to talk to her about was house stuff before. And I was told that she wasn't going to talk to me and it wasn't even supposed to be that deep. Like, do you like this girl? Do you approve? Like we're all on the same page anyway. We don't have to talk about that. We all want me out and someone else in or them gone and someone else in like, so that, that didn't need to be talked about. It was literally a a matter of forwarding a name and a number to this girl. So she could look at this new roommate. Mm. So fast forward, my landlord says that he's not doing a background check. He's already approved this girl. Like whatever the like process is for approving a tenant, he did it. Even though it wasn't a full criminal background check, he still did a check because he's not just going to let anyone move in. So he said he wasn't going to do that. And if they wanted one that they would have to get it themselves. And at this point, guys, I feel as though I'm being potted on. Which, with all that's happened in the past four months and what happened with me and Mackenzie before she left, not a, not a far jump, really right there in front of me in a pretty little box. So at this point, I feel as though I'm being plotted on because why the hell would you wait? Why aren't you going to sign it now? Like, so she wasn't answering me or Sam. And then at that point, Sadie and Sam had the conversation of listen, because from Sadie's perspective, obviously Sam cares. Sam's the one who's actually in the house. Mackenzie's not anymore. So, in Sadie's perspective, it's like, okay, Mackenzie's playing with both of our living situations when she's not even necessarily... She's living at home an hour away. She's not even sleeping here. But she's... By her not signing the lease and her dragging it out, she's kind of messing up the situation and prolonging it. Literally messing with three different people's living situations. Strictly being homeless, Jalen and Kelsey would have been homeless, and Mm -hmm. so would this other girl. I would have been okay not mentally, obviously, but I would have had a place to sleep. And at that point I had been, so then Mackenzie was just like, okay, like it took convincing from Sam to Mackenzie to convince her to just be okay with it without the background check and the credit check. So she finally agreed, right? She agreed to sign the lease. She said it to me. She said it in the group chat with me and my landlord. Um, but she was still saying that she couldn't sign until the next weekend. And from my point of view, you're petty you're trying to fuck me and there's a chance because if I'm texting you like hey we can meet um because she's saying she didn't have time during her work day which is like even though I think that's bullshit I'm gonna give it to her because I really don't know I guess right but I was our landlord told us we can go to Amscot Amscot is 24 hours because at this point we have to get it notarized because he doesn't believe anything because Mm -hmm. she literally lied on me and said that they didn't approve after I had been telling him that they told him they exactly so he's like discrediting Sadie right making me look type crazy so at this point he needs it notarized so we have to obviously go to a notary. So I was telling her, like, hey, like, we could go to Amscot. It's 24 hours after your work day, da 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 My mom literally offered to send a private notary to Mackenzie's house. And all she would have to do is open the door and sign the piece of paper. She was completely ignoring me, guys. Would not answer a single message. So in my her head... or Sam's messages. Yeah, or Sam's. In my head, I'm like... What other re like why wouldn't she just sign it though? If she's saying she doesn't have time to come down here, she doesn't have time during her workday, like, but you're out of excuses when I'm telling you I will literally have a private notary show up exactly. at your house and all you have to do is open the door and sign it. Don't act like you don't have 10 seconds. Because exactly. you do. You do. You don't do shit. You do. And even if you were doing shit, anybody has time for that. So in my head, I'm like, worst case scenario at this time, because emotions are high i'm very very stressed i've been stressed for weeks like talk like waking up in the middle of the night in the middle of the night type shit with like 
stomach pains like a bitch has been stressed and all everything was just like all piling up and this and this bitch like i did not think that she was gonna sign this lease because what excuse do you have not to sign the lease if i'm sending a private notary to your house bro so i'm thinking that she's just gonna fuck me but you know Sam saying she doesn't think she's going to like everyone's like I feel like you should just sign it because if I don't sign my lease by Wednesday it's gone I can't I can't they're not waiting anymore yeah. so I end up signing beforehand before um before Mackenzie came to town and signed on Saturday and I honestly think like she just wanted to hold it over my head for five days that she you know maybe she'll sign maybe she won't like i'm doing it on my time like she's very stubborn so i really think that it was just it was just petty the day that we were supposed to sign her saying that her and sam didn't approve that to me was just a sign of like you're really trying to fuck me because Mackenzie doesn't live in the house to me i'm like Mackenzie doesn't fucking care what happens she doesn't care if i move out because she was never planning on coming back to the house so i'm like there's nothing that she's not losing anything by being petty it's she's not losing a living situation because she has a nice home with her parents. Like she's not worried if I if I'm still there. So that's why I'm like she's going to fuck me cuz she's been petty to me. She's been rude to me. So I'm like why wouldn't she try to fuck me on this? But um I reluctantly signed because fuck I look like and she came to town and she signed it. But the reason we couldn't air last episode was because this all happened on Monday. Y'all know episodes air on Tuesdays and I was afraid that because Mackenzie is so petty that she wouldn't like that I blasted her on the last episode. Not even that I blasted. I just said what the fuck it was, but that's not in her mind what happened. So I was afraid that she would like be like, oh, you're lying on me. Like, I don't want people to know that I'm not signing the lease. So that's why we had to push it because I was afraid I would be stuck in a really bad living situation if that aired and they heard it, that they would be like, no, I'm not signing. And that's the tea on that. And well... That's part one of the tea. And I do have to say, and I don't want you guys to think like we're going to talk our shit, we'll say what we say, and then just because it might conflict with like what we have going on in life, we might not upload it. This was just a special situation. Yeah, I was not about to be fucked. I was not about to be fucked. Yeah. I'm sorry, I love you guys, but... For real. Like, being consistent is... Being consistent is, like, the utmost importance. And, again, like, I feel like it was just a learning situation. Obviously, of course, understanding. And, like, if we can't air it, we can't air it. But in the future, it's, like, now we know if, like, there's, like, certain issues or stuff, like, to wait to put it on the podcast and things like that so it doesn't interfere with things we upload and stuff like that, you know? I don't want you guys to question our consistency, but this was a very um, isolated incident that I just really did not feel comfortable. Like, I'm sure y'all understand. Like, I just... So the, the point that I was pushed to and everything that I had been through regarding these last four months and these two girls, like, it just was not, I w- wouldn't have been okay posting it. Like, I, it would not have been good for me. So I'm sorry about it, but it really was out of my control. And like I said, I can't picture anything happening like this again that would prevent us from posting an episode besides exactly. the fact that we tried to do it um over thanksgiving and it was bad quality because we weren't together which we couldn't air that because y'all know it we literally didn't that. make sense yeah it didn't make sense it was like um yeah. and then this overlapping one. tracks yeah but you yeah, know i left the, i thank god i got out of the situation but i did leave the situation feeling very betrayed and very confused um, very confused because again these are her sam, best listen, friends me and Mackenzie were good friends me and sam absolute best friends known for year like a couple years now like so i was so 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 confused when all the information and all the evidence that i had was pointing to them literally plotting on me i'm like 
what did I do? Like, I thought, I thought we wanted the same thing. Like, I thought we wanted us to be separate, but shit just really went down in a bad way, in a very nasty way. And it's very messy and complicated. With that being said, of course, I like, you know, through it all, I like been there for Sadie and tried to help as much as I could with because he doesn't really he doesn't really talk to Sam or Mackenzie you at know, this point because with Corona again I was extremely close with them but with COVID like um y'all remember my last little hoorah was at the Billy concert with Sam you know and um that was like my last little hoorah of like some out crazy public you know right and back in March and again we were super close together every other day like we all hung out all the time like the four of us um and sometimes six with like civil and joy and stuff but um with everything so again i know i know sam's character i know the type of person sam and mackenzie are you know and with mackenzie i've seen her like we've seen her how she handles situations where she's really mad or really frustrated and really like you know she she simply she'll doesn't go deal there. with it she can go she there she simply doesn't deal with it she's just petty but I've never, ever known Sam to be malicious, to be petty, to be conniving, backstabbing, to betray someone. I've known her to be the complete opposite, which is very loving, caring, see both sides, very understanding, communicative. You know, so with all of this, it was confusing. But to the point towards the end where Sadie was like, no, like these girls are trying to fuck me over. They're trying to come for me. I can't. It was to the point where... And I don't know if you want to keep this part in, but um, Sadie sent me a text of her, like... Because I had left something at the house, Mm -hmm. and I asked Sam to check for it, even though... I didn't even say bye to Sam, because when I pulled up to get the rest of my things, because her window faces the driveway. Her window was open, her blinds were open, I pull up, and she closes both of them. So I was going to say bye and, and... like kind of close it out because I was feeling very weird with her like I didn't think we were ever going to be able to be like cool again but I was still gonna say bye because that's been my best friend for a couple years but when she closed that shit I was like okay like obviously this isn't this isn't what we're doing like I'm getting my shit and I'm dipping and we're not talking anymore but I left something at the house that I wanted her to check for and so I texted her hey like can you check for this thing in the living room and she didn't answer me for two days And on top of everything else, like, I was like, oh, yeah, fucking add this to the list. Like, just being petty, being, like, you know what I mean? Like, it just added on to everything that I already gone through. So I was like, fuck it, bro. Like, thanks for nothing. Like, I hope that stupid bitch was worth losing our friendship over because that's really what it felt like at the time. That she chose up, or should I say down, um, for Mackenzie and just wasn't with me like I thought she was. So I blocked her and I unfollowed her on everything. You know, and when Sadie told me that, I was like, okay, this has gone too far. Like, <laughs> Chris stepped in at that point. I, it, it, at that point, because again, Cause I don't be blocking people. I don't Sadie be like not, cutting. I really don't be cutting Sadie shit. Sadie does not be blocking people, cursing people out. Sadie's not aggressive. Sadie doesn't like, Pop off. she'll, she'll be direct, but not aggressive. So when she, when it was to the point of aggression and very like, mad it was like okay like i know i know sam's not that's not her intent i knew that wasn't but it's come to this i didn't know if it was necessarily my place to step in but it was to the point where i was like okay they clearly aren't seeing eye to eye they i know sam's not wishing bad on sadie but sadie is positive she is so let me try and clear up whatever's 
being misconstrued here. Because before, guys, like, before this whole lease thing happened, like, I was still friends with Sam. Was not friends with Mackenzie. That's never going to happen. Like, I'm very sure of that. Um, but I was still friends with Sam, like, even though I felt weird because I wasn't sure, like, it, it seemed like she was on Mackenzie's side. And it was, like, like I've said before, like, very them versus me. Um, I was still going to be cool with her. But then when I thought that she was letting Mackenzie lie on me... It was cool and, with and plot, like, literally, that's a plot. Like, you're plotting at that point. So I'm just, like, I was very shocked, but I was, like, okay, well, this is this is not surprising me because of everything else that I've been through with these girls. So, like, I didn't, it wasn't a far stretch for me to be, like, oh, she's plotting on me. She's, you know, doesn't care about our friendship anymore, like, just wants me to fuck out, is mad because we treat COVID differently. Like, I was trying to find reasoning as to why she would do this. But apparently, she told Chris that, she didn't let she didn't know Mackenzie was going to say that she that she didn't approve of it. And it wasn't an apparently because I don't want it to sound like it wasn't. So when I talked to Sam, we sat down and have a conversation. We got to catch up because we hadn't talked in a while. Not because I necessarily had a problem with her or she had a problem with me. It's just we haven't spoken like busy and stuff. There's a lot going on. And we just hadn't been able to talk like that. So we finally got to catch up. And she was explaining certain things that I told to Sadie. And Sadie was like, receptive. And like, okay, but, you know, me and her sat down and literally had a five-hour conversation going over everything. And I felt like there was so much miscommunication and misunderstanding and things that were misinterpreted um, on both sides that, and that they just weren't understanding where the other was coming from. So much of what she told me versus what Sadie told me and not in the sense of like just the sense of how Sadie perceived it and hearing how seeing how Sam intended it was like to see you know it's like it's understandable obviously understandable to see how it could be perceived how it was but like when you hear just how both sides received and intended things I don't know it was I felt like it was an important like conversation to have and I do want to and I do want to add in like it's been a lot of things like I'm not I'm a very logical person. It's not like there was just this one isolated incident and I ran with it talking about Sam, Sam is me. obviously plotting on me with Mackenzie. It's just the whole past the four months and specifically a conversation I had with Sam when I was feeling very upset with Mackenzie when the um when I wanted to have that boy over and Mackenzie was giving me all these problems and stuff. And I specifically went to Mc- I specifically went to Sam and was like, cause she asked me to talk. So I'm thinking, cause I'm very upset. I'm having like a breakdown because I'm just like at, at the tipping point. And I'm expressing how upset I am, how I'm just feel so disregarded and so like, um, invalidated and stuff and being treated unfairly. And as I was telling her these things, Sam was coming back at me. I'm telling Sam, oh, I feel invalidated. I feel very uncomfortable in my house. Sam's like, oh, you feel uncomfortable? You make us uncomfortable. I'm telling her how I feel anxious. Oh, you think you, we make you anxious? You make us so anxious. Like, I'm talking about how I feel like I accommodate and it's not done back. She's telling me, oh, we accommodate so much more for you. And then she want to tell me, oh, yeah, the lease is going to look different next year. This is my best friend, guys. But so for not her- in that tone either, you know. I do want to stress that. That is important, too. She wasn't saying it like, you know what I'm no, saying? Okay, she said the lease is going to look different next year. She wasn't saying it malicious. But either way, it was in this conversation. And it's like at that, like that specific conversation really was another big factor in me thinking that it was them against me. Mm. And that it wasn't a far stretch to think that 
she was plotting with Mackenzie. So had to put yes. that in there. Again, because, again, that's... And when I'm saying that's Sadie's perspective, I don't want to invalidate the reality of the situation. But, again, Sadie's just voicing these things so you understand where her headspace is at mm-hmm. and why her headspace is where it is. But, um, so when I was able to talk to Sam, so much was cleared up. A big thing with Sam and McK- or Sam and Sadie is they don't necessarily communicate in the same way. Very much so. Sam is more of um, the implication and alluding to things as where I am very direct. And if you don't say things, if you don't speak to me directly, I'm not always going to understand what you're saying. And I feel like with Sadie, it, like she'll, she can take something. The thing is, maybe Sam won't say she won't be as clear as possible. Like, she'll kind of say something without saying it she per se as directly as possible. Or there's, like, more to go, that more, more that goes into it. And Sadie will hear this and kind of take it to mean this. And it's like, both Sam should be more direct and Sadie should ask more questions, I'd say, in, like, the specifics, you know? Yeah. And, like, be exactly what do you mean? And, again, I feel like this is a good situation because it's, like... I'm sure people go through miscommunication, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's, like, a good lesson to, like, you know? At the end of the day, I know I always knew Sam cared a fuck ton about Sadie and their friendship, and it was so hard for me to believe she would have any any type of malicious intent to plot against Sadie, to let someone plot against Sadie. Like, Sam's not that person, and I knew it wasn't, but I knew that's what Sadie was believing. So it's, like... And again, I wasn't in the house for those months, so I could... I don't know Sadie's experience, but I knew... Yeah, it really was a build-up, guys. And But I knew there it was coming from somewhere, like... And I had to see why Sadie was thinking these things and why... And what Sam really meant behind all these things, you know? And I feel like I communicate in similar ways to both of them. Like, I kind of... I speak Sadie's language, obviously, and I can speak Sam's language, obviously, in the sense of, like... I feel like Sadie can be... When she's worked up, she can be a little more on like the confrontational side mm-hmm. but Sam shuts down when she's met with aggression you know and I feel like that's where they're like some issues can kind of I've aggressive never popped off on when her. I say aggressive I, and that's a thing too it's like Sadie's not like yelling Sadie's not an aggressive person I wasn't in gonna general. beat her up guys exactly that's not what I'm saying it's just like in this specific situation she might have shut down and not given me the information of oh, I didn't let Mackenzie say that. I told her not to say that I... Yes, because a big thing with Sadie was like, that really was like the end-all, be-all for the friendship right. was, oh, you... You let her lie on Mackenzie sent you this text. You said, that's okay, send it. Bada-boom, bada-bing. Right. You, but when I talked to her about it, she was like, no, I literally told her that's not what I said. I told Sadie, I told Sadie that she, Mackenzie sent me that message. I said, I do approve. So don't tell him that I don't because right. I do approve and blah, blah, blah. But I also do understand getting the background check because I know Sadie perceives the, oh, them wanting a background check as, oh, we're doing that intentionally to fuck over Sadie. Well, no, it's because it was the day of, guys. The timing. The day of the signing lease. You've had two exactly. weeks notice. So same day. And that um, we're supposed to sign the lease. Horrible timing. Stupid timing. Inconsiderate timing. Yeah. For sure. But again, the just solely wanting... A background check. I'm sure anyone can understand. Like that's yeah, like for a, sure. It's just if, the timing. If it was, was done very... two weeks before, a week before, three exactly. days before, like not exactly. the day. The day, but the day we're supposed to sign me off this lease. The day before, I'm supposed to sign my new lease. 
it was all too convenient. It was all too convenient. All the pieces really fell into place for me. Exactly. And I'm not here to talk about, like, Mackenzie or, like, that situation or their relationship. It seems like there's not much salvaging that, you know what I'm saying? Not at all. But um, as far as Sadie and Sam, they have and had such a good friendship. Because they were friends before either of them knew Mackenzie, mm-hmm. you know? and um, Which is why I feel so betrayed, guys. Which I feel like... And a big thing with Sadie, too, like, from an outsider, I feel like a lot of times when instances come up, um, when situations like this come up, it might not necessarily be that exact situation that causes so much hurt. It's, like, kind of what it triggers, too. Because before this, Sadie was feeling very rejected by both of them because it was very, like, them against her. You know, even though... Sam would reassure Sadie and it's not. It's just Sam and Mackenzie have the same comfort levels, but she loves Sam as much as she she loves Sadie as much as she loves Mackenzie. You know what I'm saying? Which I do believe, you know? And I just feel like with Sadie being made to feel on the outside, because at the end of the day, Sadie was on the outside. They had the distance from her. It's very them being close, Sadie on the outside. That's Well, also picking and choosing, guys. Can't you forget know, the part. Can't like, forget the part. But again, with, like, the comfort levels, it's like... Right, yeah, no. They, it's like, everybody does have their own comfort levels, but it sucks that it's like, dang, you're okay seeing a boy, but you're not okay seeing me. You know what I'm saying? Among other things. Among other things, they, they you know. They choose, yeah. But it's just like, you know, so... I've honestly, like, Chris explained a lot to me. Like, I'm, I've seen a new perspective, and I am very aware that me and Sam have had this issue in the past of, like, I'm, she means one thing, I don't understand what she's saying, I mean one thing, she doesn't understand where I'm coming from, like, I know there's a disconnect there, so I don't feel the same way that I did before about Sam, like, I'm, I'm kind of, like, thinking about things and, like, putting things into perspective. Because this episode was going to be very different. Oh, this episode was going to be very, very different. Like, I was... Because I, I had the five-hour FaceTime call with Sam last night. Yeah. And the conversation with Sadie about, like... like right before we recorded. Right before we recorded on, like... Because there was a lot of things that, again, before now, Sadie was like, I'm never going to be her friend because she was okay with that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because you know? I'm like, in my head, I'm like, how could you... Because I'm not even the type of bitch to be like, oh, my friend doesn't like you, I can't like you type shit. But if someone fucks over my best friend, my yeah. best friend, how could I fuck with them? How How could anybody... That was my problem. Like, me thinking that... She just let her, or helped, no, helped her, not even mm. let her, let her and helped her fuck me over. Yeah. I'm just like, bruh, I, how could I possibly, how could I possibly salvage that friendship? But new information was given. I guess that might not have been what happened. Who's to say? It I, wasn't what happened. <laughs> who's to say, really? It wasn't but... what happened. But I will say it's important for like both parties to understand because I feel like a lot of things. I'm gonna be honest. A lot of people don't like admitting when they're they've wronged, done wrong, or like accountability is like can be a hard thing for people because mm-hmm. it's like tough admitting you were wrong. Yeah. When I was growing up, my mom instilled that in me so quick at such an early age. When you're wrong, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And my dad always said, "You're not dumb for making a mistake. You're dumb for not learning from it." And I'm speaking to you guys in this and like. If you hurt somebody's feelings, it's important to be like, or you do something someone doesn't like, 
you can be like, okay, you didn't, you did this. I don't like you did this. Well, okay. You hurt my feelings. What about when you hurt my feelings? That's not going anywhere productive. You are sweeping their feelings under the rug by not addressing the problem and just like combating that with something else you don't like. So again, neither, neither issue gets dealt with. I feel like when someone expresses you hurt them, it's important to, you know, accept your part in it, accept or understand where you could have done better, how you could have done better, apologize for making them feel how you did. Even if it wasn't, it's, it's great to reassure them that wasn't your intent, but you can't, you can't be like, oh, well, well, you did this. So I, it's like, okay, you got it from somewhere, but it's still like, hey, if you want to productively address and move from this situation, you need to realize where you went wrong, you know, apologize for it. Once they feel like their issue, their coming to you has been addressed, you address your issue. They give you the same, they give you what you gave to them as an accountability, Accountability, reassurance, Mm -hmm. acceptance. And then you guys understand you're on the same page and you can move forward and you know, you know, a better way of how to be there for that person and how the environment of, because it's so important to have an environment where you feel like you can express your issues with someone and it actually gets addressed. Because when you sweep things under the rug, that's when they build and they build and they build and they fester into something else and problems problems from this get pinned on this and you're ex- this situation is causing you to explode for something that wasn't addressed so many situations ago, you know? I don't know. I just think it's important to be like, okay, damn. And then... <laughs> okay, damn. On Honestly, both me, me before we started recording, I was like on Chris's bed like, well, damn. Well, shit. Which is fine, people. Because at the end no, of yeah, the no, day... No, you have to self-reflect. You have to... I could obviously... I'm not going to sit here and be like, I moved the best I could have. Because I didn't. I can admit that. But I did move how I moved because of what I was perceiving. And I don't think I was in the wrong for what I did. I think I might have been wrong in some ways now because of the new information that I've gotten. But at the time, that's what I knew. And it's like, and I was, and it's not even like I just chose to see this. Like all this evidence was in front of me. It wasn't explained to me properly. Like things were left out. People moved petty. Like, so it's like, I did. I could have moved better, but in given what I was given, that's how I moved. And I wouldn't, if that was, because if that, if all that was true, I would have moved completely correctly. But now there's new information being given. So I have to be like, okay, well, you know what? Maybe that's not what should have happened. And that's okay. Exactly. It's just, like I said, it's important to accept responsibility and like, just admit, damn, okay, I didn't go about this how I shouldn't have. And obviously vice versa, like, you know, it has to be a two-way street because with these disagreements and with someone not seeing, you guys both aren't seeing eye to eye, you both aren't understanding. So it's good to understand where you both went wrong. So you, in the future, you know how to move proper. You know how to be there in the best way for each other and how to avoid the same problems, you know? That's why it's so important to address the issues to take accountability for the issues because when you don't take up accountability for the things you did how are you going to move different in the future when you you can't even accept where you went wrong the first time you know what i'm saying yeah and again that's not me talking at you or like in general it's it's like everybody it's for every in general and like again the the most important thing i can say is don't be afraid to accept 
when you've when you moved wrong when you when you hurt someone that's a huge thing oh my goodness mm-hmm. you oof obviously we've we, i i think we've all been gaslit <laughs> i think we've all been gaslit okay right. like when you come to someone like oh you hurt me this that the third it's like they're so upset that they hurt you they completely shut down the fact that they hurt you in the first place yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like your feelings never get addressed you being hurt never gets addressed and never gets worked on and never gets resolved it never gets fixed and you keep getting hurt because it doesn't get addressed because people are scared to be accountable for their actions but what's so bad about being accountable like you're a human you fuck up you do wrong you're learning i'm 22 like i'm I might not word myself ex- the best way I should. I might not say exactly what I mean. You know? I, <laughs> you, know you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. I'm a human and I learn and I I do better. That's the thing. I don't know. You just, you can always do better. That, that being said, like, I do have a lot of new information to process that I was not aware of before. And, you know, maybe the friendship is salvageable with Sam, not Mackenzie. Mm-hmm. I have no type no type of want to rekindle that but maybe with sam who knows i just have to process things it was just so much guys like so much new information and um yeah but i'm not afraid to admit that like i could have moved different like it's okay to fuck up i'm not like i feel like chris thinks that I have too much pride to, like, be her friend again because of, like, new information. But that's not the case. Not I just have that. to process things. Not that. Like, I don't think that. I don't think that at all. Okay. Not one bit. I don't think you're prideful. I just think it's, like, I think it's hard that's for not, you Yeah, because to... that's not my hang-up. Exactly. I don't think that. I just feel like you're not the type... I feel like you hate being like, I was wrong. <laughs> the words... Get... <laughs> the words... I was wrong. Leaving... Woo! Girl, y'all think I talk in circles. Granted, it's rare Sadie like fucks up, but to get those words to leave her mouth, who Chile? Anyway, you know? y'all heard it. We can run it back. We can run the playback. I'm just saying it's okay to be like, damn, I read that wrong. Yeah, I didn't get it, but now I, I do, and now I can move forward, and that's that. You know what I'm saying? Because, hey, we're human. We are human. Yeah, so that's the tea. That's the tea. <laughs> you know, that's the... I hope you guys slurped it up. You know, it was a different... It was... Different type of tea. We had... We had, It was... I Again, this wasn't my tea to spill. Like, I'm Chris, here for moral support. Yeah, Chris is very involved, though, because he was the middleman. Yes, yes. Because Chris, um... Chris is a Libra rising. Not to not to be that bitch, but we're gonna get into it. We're getting into it. Because Sam has a Libra moon. Yes. Chris has a Libra rising. I, I speak the language. I am a Leo. Chris is an Aries. We have we both have water placements in um Venus. Venus, yeah. Which is very um You're r- really intimate. Important intimate for your intimate relationships yeah. and how you communicate with them. So yeah. he relates to both of us. He exactly. can speak both our languages. And one thing about me and Chris, like I feel like I always understand what Chris is saying and same and likewise. Like, it's very rare that I don't understand what he's trying to get across. Exactly. Because literally the whole time he's talking to me about his conversation with Sam, he's like, oh my God, I hope you don't think that like, 
I hope you don't think that I'm invalidating you or like I was talking shit with her like and I'm literally that thought never crossed my mind like at all it's like I know exactly what he's saying all the time really so like he was able to understand what she was saying Mm. and translate it to me in a way that I would understand it and also everything Sam was saying addressing the things I know Sadie had on her mind and that bothers Sadie and like Mm -hmm. Sam's like oh I don't understand why well this is why she would feel like this about this and like you can kind of speak for both people because you know both people and you Mm -hmm. can understand like why both people think the way that they do you know (laughs) so I don't know I guess not that I don't know what the advice here is but it's like no you've been don't say that you've been spitting thanks but yeah just don't be afraid to a a lot talk things out to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. admit when you're wrong just accountability on both ends also don't be afraid to get to the the root of it because i think that might have might have been a factor because i had been feeling so othered by them for like four months Mm -hmm. that i was just like i just was like okay yeah this makes sense like they are plotting on me. Like, they've been, like, fuck buddies for the past four months while I've been on the outside. So Mm. it's, like, it was easy for me to jump to that. So it's, like, I think, like, that perspective was an issue in the misperception. Yeah, in in the misperception that I had when that's not really what Sam... Because Sam was very assuring the whole time, like, oh, I'm your best friend. Like, I love you. I care about you. This isn't about that. But it's, like, the actions that I was seeing, like, mm. weren't really adding up. But it really was all, was all in perspective. And now that I have this new perspective, like, I can move forward accordingly. Exactly. And that's what it's about. Just caring enough to get on the same page and, like, yeah. you know. So I just hope there's lessons there for you guys. And, and yeah. Hope it was worth the wait, guys. Hope it was worth the wait. <laughs> I feel like it was. <laughs> this was a good episode. Yeah. Yeah, this is a long episode, so... Yeah. Alright, I guess we're just gonna do the let let, let us put y'all on and call oh, real, the day. Yeah, real quick, real quick. Alright, Sadie, so what are you putting the people on to this week? This week, I'm putting you guys on to my top secret chili recipe. It's actually my mom's recipe. It's a vegan chili recipe. Shout you out know, to Lisa. Shout out Lisa. But you know, if you're, you know, plant-based or you're trying to cut out meat, here and there, like, on certain days, whatever, trying to eat healthier, because it's a very healthy recipe, trying to be on your skinty shit, it's a very good recipe. So, it's really simple, too. So, you just saute a whole white onion and mm. two bell peppers, any color you want, chop them up nice and, you know, I do them a little smaller, you can do them bigger if you want, my mom likes to do it bigger, but I like them smaller, and you season them with salt, pepper, garlic, onion, paprika, cayenne, and, like, a lot of chili. A lot of chili powder. Chili powder, okay. A lot of chili powder. That's, like, the dominant. Like, I feel like I eyeball everything else, but, like, chili, I put, like, a lot in. You have a go-to brand? Um, no. Any, okay. I, I think my chili is, like, the Walmart brand. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, so then you saute those for maybe, like, 15, 20 minutes till they're soft on, like, a medium to low heat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you add in a big can of crushed tomatoes, and then you can just do whatever beans you want, but personally, I do a can of black beans, a, pa- a can of garbanzo, and these are like the small, this is like the small cans. Small can of black beans, small can of garbanzo beans, small kidney bean, and I do a white bean too. So, do that, mix it all in, add, you know, t- I taste it a lot throughout just to make mm-hmm. sure, so I add in more spices and stuff, obviously add a lot more chili, um... I also, Lisa's secret, I got hate for this when I made it at Joy's house, you have to do a squirt of ketchup. 
Please don't don't judge it. It really does make the chili. I promise. And I am not a ketchup bitch. I can no, vouch for I know. it though. I know. It's so good. So it's you, so good. You little squirt of ketchup in there, and then you yeah you let that simmer for like thirty minutes uncovered on medium to low heat, and yeah that's it. Period. And that's a really good recipe. Yeah, and I've honestly I've used um like the crumbles from Morningstar, the beefless crumbles or whatever. It adds like a little texture, but honestly, you don't need it. You yeah. can just do like the vegetables, and it tastes just as good. No, for real, Sadie's made it for like our friend group. Again, mm-hmm. heavy meat eaters and yeah. stuff like that. They fucking love it and mm-hmm. swear by it. It's so good. Put it on rice, eat it by itself. Oh yeah, like... rice. You could. And I love to add sour cream and cheese and put like some tortilla chips on top. Mm-hmm. That shit slaps. But yeah. Little little recipe for you guys. Let me know if you make it. It's really good. Yeah, let me know if you like it. <laughs> that was a good put on. What's your what are you what are you putting the people on to this week? Oh, I'm putting them on to this show called Are You the One? Wait, I think I've seen that. Oof. Wait, wait, explain it. Are you the one basically takes Okay. So season eight is my favorite season. But it's different from all the other seasons, and I'll explain why. Unfortunately, it was more heteronormative in the previous seasons, but it takes 10 heterosexual guys, 10 heterosexual girls, and puts them in a, gives them, you know, compatibility, makes them all take compatibility tests, people who, air quote, suck suck at love and stuff, and they put these people, these people, um, (laughs) they put these people in a house, (laughs) right? (laughs) I'm sorry, the the Aussie jumped out, guys. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it they take these twenty each people week, and they have a challenge. The top three couples that win the challenge get to go on dates and figure out each figure out if they think they're a perfect match, if they're each other's person they're supposed to be paired with, and then out of the three people that go on the date, the house votes one couple to go into the truth booth, and the truth booth reveals whether or not they're a perfect match. If they're a perfect match, they get to go into a honeymoon suite away from all the other people in the house. If they're not, they have to go back in the house they and bang? figure out who they... Oh, yeah. They oh. can bang and stuff. Okay. It's not like that show... Uh, are you, what, hot Too that? Hot to Handle. Too Hot to Handle. Too yeah. Hot to Handle. Uh, Such a good show. Love that show. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just a really good show. And it sucks because the, the problem arises is you find this person who you think they're your match, you're so compatible, but you go in the not. truth booth and you're not. Damn. Or someone else thinks they're your, their match. And then it's like, if it's like you already know you're not a match, but you have these feelings. So it's yeah. like you kind of close yourself off to being with other people. And mm. and at the end, it's so good. And then at the end of each week after the truth booth, they have to, all, all 20 people pick who they want to sit with at the light ceremony. And the lights, the beams, it'll be one beam for every perfect match that's sitting. So it's like you try to see, okay, we got four beams this week. Four of four oh, of the couple. Exactly. Uh, so you have to figure out who's your perfect match. Oh, that sounds good. It's a really good show. You watch all of it? It's oh yeah. Oh nice. I've watched a few different seasons. They have season one and two on Netflix. Season two is really fucking funny. Crazy. But season eight is amazing. Season eight. There's a lot of seasons of the show. <laughs> Chris has been watching this for years. Oh yeah. It's so good. <laughs> Not every season. I haven't seen every season, but I've seen a lot. Yeah. And season eight is all LGBTQ plus people. Ooh. So instead of 10 guys looking for 10 girls. I like that. It's just. Yeah, people. 20. So again, the 10 guys have to get to know the 10 girls. And season eight, everyone has to individually get to know everyone. Yeah. Because you have no idea who your match is. So yeah, that's what I'm putting y'all on. 
enjoy. Let us know if you watch it, what you think of this episode. Yeah, let us know if our put-ons are actually putting you guys on. Period. Please do. Please. Um, my Insta's Chris K underscore J. Mine is I'm Baby.Sadie. And again, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, and thank you guys for listening, and I hope this helped you guys maybe opened up a different perspective like don't be afraid to be um not right i guess some would Progress. say some Progress. would say um, you know. <laughs> and don't close yourself off try to get all the perspectives you can like y'all know the deal y'all, y'all know, know the deal the with deal. us um thank you for tuning in we appreciate you guys and we'll, we'll see you next yeah, week yeah we'll see you next week thank you <laughs> love you bye <laughs>